1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Live on the radio.com app at the Bet 1430 in Denver. We are on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker joining the show. Radio.com, NFL insider, Jason Lockwood Fora. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights these sports books don't want you to see. Bet Smart and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can also hear Jason with Brian Baldinger on Baldy's Breakdown. Just search Baldy wherever you find your podcast. Uh, Jason, whether it was on the field or off, uh, years from now, when, when you think about Super Bowl 55, what's going to be the first thing that comes to mind?
2: Uh, well, guys, I mean, it, it obviously took place in, a you know, the, the most unusual circumstances. I mean, I hope, I want to say we never see anything like this again. Um, hopefully we don't in terms of it being played in a pandemic, in, in terms of the you know, the alterations to the crowd and, you know, people having to get tested and swabbed and, um, you know, poked and prodded in order to participate in the game and be in the stadium. And, you know, it, it it's a year the likes of which we never could have foreseen. And I am just stunned that they, they got through this thing, um, that they reached a point where they could play all these games. And do it uh, in, in a steadfast fashion and finish the season and finish it in a historic manner. Um, but I think honestly, when I think of this season, it's going to be more about the unprecedented um, cohesion and and continuity and sort of strength of vision between the NFL and the NFLPA and their various medical experts. To, to pull this thing off and to do it in a manner in which you have the cDC and world health organizations and and other you know people in the medical community literally studying what the NFL and the NFLPA did and using it as a blueprint to change um some policies and to alter um, their feelings about certain issues and what is a close contact and what isn't and some of these def, uh definitions it it i mean it it was quite an undertaking.
0: Yeah, Jason, very well said. Uh, it's a terrific point. A lot of people did not think they were going to be able to do this or pull this off. It's, it's really unbelievable. When I saw that the CDC is like changing guidelines <laughs> based on their, their information with the NFL, that's amazing. Um, in particular, last night's game, what, what were your biggest thoughts and takeaways from the Super Bowl itself? Something that I really harped on the last two weeks was um,
2: the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs don't have an offensive line right now. I mean, I didn't love their offensive line at the end of last season. But, you know, you give me, you know, Laurent Mark Tardif back, and you give me the two tackles back, and I'll more than take my chances. Um, this group made last year's group, you know, look like a bunch of Hall of Famers. Uh, I thought that was going to be a real problem. I thought that was going to mitigate – Anything we saw in the first meeting between these teams, because Todd Bowles isn't going to think he's going to have to blitz like crazy to get home. He's not going to have to blitz like crazy to get home. He's going to have those pterodactyl linebackers covering ground all over the field, free to run around. He's going to be able to get pressure with four. Mahomes is going to be under some degree of duress, and they're not going to let Tyreek Hill destroy them like the first half of the first game they're going to take him away and if it's death by a million paper cuts with Kelsey so be it I also didn't think the Chiefs would be able to run the ball a lick outside of the quarterback so I thought Tampa would win I thought Tampa would win by a field goal or more I certainly thought it would be closer I didn't think they would keep the Chiefs out of the end zone entirely Um, but I really felt like as much as everybody was talking about the sexy stuff in this game and there's no shortage of it. Shortage of it with Brady and Gronk and A. B. and Evans and you know uh, all the array of weapons the Chiefs have and Honey Badger and this or that. I, I really felt like the Bucs were going to be in position to run the ball on them, to keep them from running the ball, to whip them in the trenches, and to emasculate that Chiefs offensive line to a point where they could hold Mahomes in check. Turns out they did more than just hold Mahomes in check. They dominated.
1: Yeah, they sure did. You nailed uh, that call, Jason. And because of the state of the offensive line, and we all saw Mahomes running for his life, circling all night, does Mahomes get a pass uh, for that Super Bowl?
2: I think Patrick Mahomes played his backside off um, under for, for what was put in front of him. And despite him running for his life, there were at least four occasions where he st- – a pirouette, a spinorama, a – you know, uh, heave, ho, falling to the ground, knee almost on the ground, you know, uh, chuck it up in the end zone. And he's hitting dudes in the hands. He's hitting dudes in the chest. He's hitting dudes in the face mask. And they're not catching the ball. Um, You know, I thought one of the key turning points early in the game when it was still a one-score game was um, he he really makes a sort of uh, scramble drill theatrics and hits Kelsey right in the hands for a first down uh, down the right sideline. I mean, he's got both hands on the ball, and, and and he just drops it. You know that coupled with the penalties, and some of them were certainly questionable. Um, but if you throw all that in a hopper, getting destroyed at the point of attack, inability to run the ball, losing the battle in the trenches, losing the battle for the clock and time of possession, losing the turnover battle, and then drops from your key guys on top of it, um, that's that's a tall and and
0: oh and the other and and Tom Brady's on the other sideline. That's a big ass. Jason, for the following three candidates, uh, in terms of head coaching jobs next year, can you rank these three guys: Todd Bowles, Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich? Not your opinion, but in terms of the most likely to get a head coaching job next year. Oh boy, um, I,
2: you know I I would just lean to Todd Bowles because he's done it before Um, you know he has previous head coaching experience obviously with the Jets Um, but I think so much of it and and this is why the process is so flawed you know uh, one of those teams suffers three or four injuries in December right and they tail off now he's not as hot you know and um, it's hard you know left which it's hard to repeat Um, Now, if he does it, if they're they're in contention with a 44-year-old quarterback and that thing is humming along, um, yeah, I I think, you know, all those guys, and, and, you know, Biennemi, I mean, that one just sort of, it's starting to defy logic at this point. Um, My concern for Eric Biennemi is when double-digit, you know, when you're up into the double digits of interviews without getting a job, these these owners are very provincial, and they're looking around saying, well, if 10 other guys or 11 other guys passed on him, what am I seeing in him that, you know what I mean, that everybody else missed? At a certain point, it starts to, all those interviews start to work against you a little bit. And, and you know, that would be my concern for EB. Um, but, I, you know, hopefully people are looking at, a uh, you know, a wide list of candidates with wide backgrounds. I mean, you can't tell me that Jim Caldwell, there's no, there's no space in this league for Jim Caldwell. I mean, with every year that passes, what Marvin Lewis did in Cincinnati looks more and more like how the bleep did that happen. And, you know, he's, he's had interviews and people have gone in other directions. Um, you know, I think Raheem Morris is a guy, people forget how young he was when he was a head coach for the first time. He's coached special teams. He's coached every position group. It seems he's coached offense. He's called plays on offense and defense. Um, you know, he's been an interim head coach. He's, he's handled duress. I think he's learned from some of his earlier mistakes. You know, Raheem Morris is somebody I, I think should be getting more of a look Um Than he got. But it's very hard to predict these cycles this far out.
3: And, you know, certain behavior, like until it changes.
0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: It ain't changing, (laughs) you know? I mean, I just think, unfortunately, we are continuing to see in the head coaching spot Guys who look a certain way get the preponderance of the jobs.
0: So I'm glad you said what you said, uh, Jason, about Eric Bienemy and interviews, because I get uncomfortable when we talk about, you know, minority hiring around one person because we don't know what he's like in those interviews. I, I would rather say include Marvin Lewis like you did, include Byron Leftwich, because at some point, Jason, we, we have to at least acknowledge the possibility that perhaps Eric Biennami, there's something about him in interviews that turns people off, right? Yeah, and I, I'm not, I don't mean to
2: infer that in any way. Like, I, I'm not, you know, I don't want to comment one way or the other on, on, on that aspect of it. I'm just, I'm just more pointing out that for whatever reason, he has been gotten the opportunity to be in front of a double digit number of owners and no one has said that's my guy. And the way they sort of talk and the way they sort of operate, I think the standard becomes harder and harder because now it's like he's competing against ghosts. So like even if those owners don't have that much prior information of exactly what went on and that hire and why he didn't get it or why he didn't connect, whether it was an interview or something else, I feel like the bar is set so high that like He's got to do some, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. He's got to come in there with, with, like, the greatest PowerPoint presentation and some, you know, I, I don't know. Is he supposed to bring some some Harvard, you know, mathematics guy with him and, like, is he supposed to have his staff assembled or they come through the door like the super friends? It's like if, if 10 or 11 people have passed, it's almost like he's now held to this expectation that he's going to have to do some – Something like, oh, my God, it was the most amazing spectacle we've ever seen to get himself hired, which I don't think is fair. But that's the dynamic he's up against at this point.
1: Uh, this is BetQL Daily, our guest, Jason Lockon on for radiocom Sports NFL Insider, afternoon host on 105.7, The Fan in Baltimore. Is Carson Wentz the next quarterback to go, and what sort of compensation are we talking?
2: It's not going to be two first-round picks. I mean, if it is, there should be drug tests involved. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know that anybody is as inclined to do this as the Colts, especially, you know, after the Stafford thing, didn't go in their direction. Um, There's a game of chicken that's being played right now, but in their heart of hearts, I think Chris Ballard kind of knows if this is the team that I'm telling everybody that we are, it's probably a team that needs a veteran quarterback and the rest of these options you know, is he going to get Deshaun Watson? No, they're not trading him in the division. You know what I mean? Could I wait for Aaron Rodgers? Sure, it might be a long wait. And and he might not, you know, kick and scream to get out of there. Um, is Garoppolo a better fit than Wentz? No, you know, my coach already knows Wentz. The staff there knows Wentz. Um, and Howie, you know, in Philadelphia, Roseman many teams you're gonna have five that go in the first round you you could you know you got teams who want Watson you got teams who say well if Watson goes to the Jets I'll get Sam Darnold and Kyle Shanahan has got you know one eye somewhere else and he's probably upgrading in his mind over Garoppolo some way somehow which means Garoppolo's available um so no I think they need each other and I think they probably get it done
0: Wentz and the Colts what about what What are the Bears and the Niners going to do then oh I, I think the 49ers would be very
2: in on Sam Darnold if, if the Jets decide to make him available I hear Kyle Shanahan's a big fan um I think the Bears I mean they're probably stuck with Foles contract and then you're looking at a situation where I think they bring Trubisky back cheap on a one-year prove it um and I don't know. I mean, do they add competition beyond that? I mean, it's hard to vouch for that team's handling of the quarterback position.
1: Uh, Certainly is Uh, Jason copycat league. We talk about it every single year. Uh, What are teams going to look at uh, with what happened in Tampa Bay? Obviously you you can't find another Brady, but what are teams going to look at uh, with what they did uh, down in Tampa Bay and, uh, and try to copy that?
2: Uh, Yeah. I I mean, look, it, it, I would just say it's, it's tough, man, the, the chiefs win a lot of games um, for a reason and they're going to continue to win a lot of games. Um, I don't know that there, there is a blueprint other than we all know the best quarterbacks. If if you can get pressure with four, um, you can make it a long day for them, even on the biggest stage, but there's only so many pass rushers that go around. There's only so many truly great defensive lines. Um, and they also got healthy at the right time. Vita Veya Really helped them down the stretch after hardly playing all year. So you got to be a little bit lucky too.
1: That was radio.com NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can hear Jason with Brian Baldinger on Baldy's Breakdowns. Just search Baldy wherever you find your podcast. Thank you, Jason. Ross, Foles and Trubisky, run it back?
0: <laughs> no way, no yeah, way. I don't see it. No, you can't. That I, I, I mean, look. Jason talks to more people than I do. I, I think they're getting wins, unless the Eagles are just putting it out there to try to get more from the Colts.